You're listening to Hey everyone, welcome back to First of All, a real and filtered conversation about life, love, family, career, and all things in modern culture. I'm your host, Minji Chang, and it's so good it's so good to be here with you all in my little virtual living room. And I, that beautiful voice that you just heard for that hot second is my featured guest this week. I'm so excited to have her on because she's become a really dear friend of mine over the last couple of years. And let's just dive right into it. This week's featured guest is the amazing singer, songwriter, human unicorn, (laughs) (laughs) Melissa Polinar. Hello. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Welcome to my rudimentary, like basic as hell. It's all good. Basic is great. Yeah. You know, you know, much fancier sound, (laughs) sound setups, but um, we're going to make this work. How are you? I'm good. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. LA has been really good to me and it's Christmas season. So I'm just, you know, yeah, laying back and spending time with friends. Yes. <laughs> like right now. So yep. Melissa has, she's an amazing artist and she's been in town for a couple shows at Hotel Cafe and uh, we've been meaning to hang out, but I was like, can we also record a podcast Yay. so we can share um, some of your beautiful words of wisdom and a mm-hmm. lot of things that you've learned from, from the life that you live. So to today, I keep saying today, this week, this week's feature topic is, is a gratitude Hmm. episode. I think we've had a really crazy year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about you. Have you been having a crazy year? Uh, every year's crazy. <laughs> every year's crazy. <laughs> For me especially, well, I've talked about it at different points in, in this podcast, but the climate politically, mm-hmm. um, society in general, kind of we've had, we've gone through the ringer a little bit. And in light of that, I wanted to be able to sit back and close out the year with some Positivity, mm-hmm. some gratitude, some lessons learned. So that's why I thought you'd be perfect to talk Aww, about. This. Thank you that you actually thought of me to do this yes. kind of episode. Well, um, it was like you're like let's hang, well like let's hang out, and then I was like, oh my god, we would this would be really great. Aww. Um, and to start off, first of all, mm-hmm. Melissa, can it's- you share a little bit about yourself and where you come from? Okay, about, about your background. All right. Well, I consider myself a Texan. Yeah. Uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, as far as Asian-ness go, I'm Filipino. Yeah. <laughs> so I embrace all of that in, uh, my, I guess, me as a person. You know, it's, we're a hodgepodge of different cultures, subcultures, and, um. So you got that barbecue life going on. Yeah. 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 And I love music. I've been writing songs since I was a teenager. And then, uh, somehow crazy enough to dive in to make it my career. So yes. that is the gist of Melissa Polinar. <laughs> How long have you been officially like doing music as your career? Um, I would say more than 10 years now. Nice. Um, it's off and on because I did go back to college and finish it out. So I was doing music part time then, but you know, music has always been there, like, uh, for whatever capacity, whether more full time or not. So, um, yeah, I was a songwriter signed under Warner Music Chapel when I was 16 or something and 
it was in Nashville. And then YouTube happened years later. That's how I discovered Melissa. Yeah. I'm like, I get to be friends with Melissa Molinar. <laughs> I've been listening to her stuff on YouTube. <laughs> yep. So YouTube has definitely been like, you know, I met so many people and friends that I, you know, hold near and dear. And, uh, do shows with now whenever yeah. you're like, Hey, let's do a show, Gabe and Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's been such a blessing. So I haven't been active as much, but I still, you know, point back to YouTube days. Yeah. And, uh, I'm thankful for that. So yeah. And, um, after the YouTube thing, I started trekking over here, flying back and forth from Texas here in Los Angeles, uh, writing with other writers and producers and trying to make the grind and just learn every day. Right. With music. Yeah. That's awesome. I love Yay. it. And, and you know, the funny thing is we, uh, we all have our very diverse backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that you went back to finish school. Mm-hmm. That's a new thing I'm learning about you today. Mm-hmm. And, um, as I shared in, in different, with different circles of people and here a little bit on this podcast is, you know, coming from a, a medical background, like that's what I was studying. And that was the, the career pursuit of my dreams at a certain point in time when yeah. I was younger and switching into entertainment. You know, everybody has a very, very unique and very diverse background. Yep. So when you say like, okay, Melissa Polinar is a singer songwriter, like there's a lot behind that, right? Like yes. there's a lot that yeah. you don't know. And there's a lot behind me and that we continue to share. So with this in particular, um, you know, I know that both of us now consider ourselves professional mm-hmm. artists, mm-hmm. but at the same time, because of our journeys with school, with just being professionals, I feel like it's all very universal and mm-hmm. relatable yep. to people. Mm-hmm. That's why I like your music makes everybody cry because everyone Aww. can relate to the things that you, you sing about. Yeah. And it's, uh, for songwriting, it's like, there's that balance of like, just solely talking about your personal life and not talking, not necessarily thinking about how I'm relatable. Right. And sometimes it Just works. Just being honest. Yeah. I think that works better rather than like, oh, what are people thinking of these days? Sometimes it's just like, just be human. Yeah. And like, I, this is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, it's more universal than you think, even though you think it's very unique to your situation. I see. This is why I love you. This oh. is, this is that, that very thing is what I honestly have been learning through the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I first approached it, mm-hmm. I didn't know how I would structure it. I yeah. didn't know, you know, there's things to consider like, Oh, should I do seasons? Or like, if I do seasons, then should I do topical by XYZ? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I kind of scrapped all of that. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with the flow and talk about what I feel like. Yeah. Spontaneous. Right. Spontaneity. Spontaneity. Yeah. Because I'm such a talkative ass person. Yeah. So I yeah. can talk about <laughs> anything with anyone. But also like I felt it would kind of take away from the honesty of what it is I end up bringing to, yeah. the, to the podcast itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm learning every step of the way. But I love that you said that because my medium's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And being an actor too, I'm kind of at the mercy of other people's stories. Mm-hmm. But in this, like I chose... Yeah, to be, be true to, like, it's that cliche, be true to you mm-hmm. and see where that takes you because the feedback I've gotten is, has been really like super humbling and like I've cried because, you know, my truth or whatever mm-hmm. it is I wanted to share really did resonate with a lot of different yeah. people listening. And it's, it's, as it is very cliche to hear that, but it's actually the, the hardest thing that anybody can do really to be completely stripped down of, 
I don't know, like the facade that you're trying to put out there. Or Girl, like you that. are telling me. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, I even struggle with it, even with my songwriting, because you know sometimes the temptation is like, um, oh, I want to sound this way or that way. What's the end thing now? Like, what are the beats or what are like kind of like the vocal inflections or lyrics that are cool and not dated? And it's as much as that stuff is helpful, like, uh, to stay in the game because you still have to play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Oh, what a game. <laughs> I know. Uh, I think you cannot. My goal is that I, I never want for that stuff to overtake what is really essentially the core of me. Right. So I can change a little bit of like my style differently, you know, f- from the years of writing songs, the, ch- the styles may change slightly, but you can still hear the core of yeah. who you are. And I think um, that is my, I, I think, goal as a creative, as yeah. an artist, to keep going and still be the solid yeah. Melissa somewhere in there. Yeah. Well, that, and I think that's why I was so struck by your music when I first heard it. And I love you because every time I go to an event, I always get to, you always give me a little shout out. I was like, yeah, yeah, because I love your song meant to be. And I actually had my, had, um, a dear friend, Chorito Soriano, who is part of collaboration. She, mm-hmm. I, she was one of the first artists that ever auditioned when I started collaboration in San Francisco. Oh, um, and we had seen a number of auditioners that day, but she was the one that made everybody shut up. And we were just like, Aww, we that's all awesome. tilted our head. That's a very specific reaction. We're like, <laughs> oh. but um, she sang your song at my best friend's wedding Aww. for my best friend's first dance. That's and that amazing. was technically a surprise because my best friend, bless you, Linda, I love you. Um, she trusted me because she knows what I do. She knows I work with artists and I'm like the creative one. Mm-hmm. She trusted me. I was like, can I just have a song? I think you'll really, really love it. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite songs. I want to gift it to you, but I also don't, I didn't really want to run it by her because it kind of take away from her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, okay. She said, yes. Oh, so the trust- first time that she heard the was- song Aww. was when she danced to it at her wedding. That's amazing. Aww. We all cried. Yeah, meant to be. <laughs> what a song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm not like complimenting myself. It's just it's been following me through the years. Like it, it won't go away. It's like you write so many songs. Like at this point, I've written like 200 something songs. But that song still like somehow <laughs> people request it over and over. I got flown out to like a Napa wedding. Wow. And um, I was a, like a surprise gift from the groom. <gasps> That's so sweet. Um, yeah, and I was hidden the whole time. I had to hide because the the bride should not like. Yeah, yeah. And the only time I popped up was their first dance. So what they did was like they played the actual recording of my uh, release, yeah, like, studio recording yeah. of it, and then it faded out. And then I, I <gasps> that I, is yeah. so beautiful. I'm gonna yeah. cry. It's one of my like memorable things about that song. <laughs> Whenever oh I think God. of that song, I remember that <laughs> that wedding. That's so beautiful. Yeah. I see an ideal situation. I, if I was baller, <laughs> I would have flown you from, from Dallas, but I had to go local. And luckily I had a great look and she was, she's phenomenal and she loves you so much. And she Aww. was so honored. That, What's her like, name again? Chorito. Chorito. Yeah. Like we go and listen to her. We can like watch her YouTube after we record this. Sweet. But I want everyone to go listen to the song. And if you have a wedding coming up, please hire Melissa because oh, you sweet. will not be disappointed. <laughs> no. Cause well, also I have issues with like wedding culture, but there's certain things I love, love. <laughs> I love love, but and and I'm a very big believer that because I'm a you know producer, you can't replace good 
energy and entertainment and, you know, like music is, I'm sorry, but it makes or breaks an event, in my opinion. I think so too. It makes or breaks movies. Yeah. Shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like the unsung hero for sure. A lot of things, but I mean, yeah. Well, I'm gonna sing it because that's my hero (laughs) and it's what's gotten me through this year. And yeah, now that we've gotten to hear, I've already gushed about you, but you know, I'm just so grateful that you're here to talk to me. I'm grateful to be here and that we can talk about more gratitude because, Mm -hmm. um, as I mentioned, the featured topic, I would, would love to hear kind of like, off the top, like a hot takes on like what you're grateful for this year. Um, in light of the fact that we've all had, like, there's been a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's any specific things that you want to like express out into the universe that you're grateful for, and then we can both share some of our thoughts. Well, I am grateful for, um, the gift of music. We've already talked about music so, so much already, but, yes. um, I'm also grateful for, uh, friendships and, um, you know, I love my family cause they're like the default, like I was born into it and they have no choice but to put up with me. <laughs> but like friendships are kind of interesting too, because it's like you just choose random people out of the blue and say, I like you and I'm going to stand by you. Uh, yeah. And I want to support you. Yeah. And, and it's just amazing how I've, uh, I've learned so much of just being a friend. And also pe- other people, how their friends, um, you know, how they, um, give up of the, you know, give them them of themselves to their time and yeah. all that stuff. And I think I'm grateful m- for that, especially during these times, because it's, uh, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the whole, you know, I, news and, um, political, arena is just crazy i it's i get really overwhelmed easily and it's and it's those people that really kind of keep me grounded and like you know what it's gonna be okay you know have faith like you have faith and that hope that that everything's gonna be okay we're gonna weather this storm together yeah and then like to be grateful is is i was just thinking about it because you you told me you want to talk about gratefulness I thought about it this morning while I was taking a shower. It's like, to be grateful is a very courageous thing. It's not like this fluffy positivity, like, oh, it's going to be okay. And yeah. like flowers and all that <laughs> stuff. It's not. It's, it's There's a, a fairy that just flew yeah. around. To be, it, to be grateful is, is a positive step and a courageous step that especially when you're having a hard time yeah. or, um, that's when you want to be grateful. You want to find the things in your life that you're grateful for. It's right. easy to be grateful when everything's okay. For sure. Yeah. It's absolutely. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you use that word courageous because that's, um, that term, the cr- being courageous and having bravery, mm-hmm. like that, funnily enough, you know, it's not like a new term, but in terms of being a priority for me, mm-hmm. um, it, my brother, who's one of my best friends, mm-hmm. you know, he's my family, but, I've, he's become more and more of a friend, like mm-hmm. really my rock. Um, he, it was funny cause I was reflecting on who he was as a kid and who he was as a kid was like a mischievous, like oh. fearless, mm-hmm. like a little bit of a troublemaker. Like he just kind of did his thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, you know, I really looked up to you and he's like, why? <laughs> I was like, well, cause you were so brave and like, you're, you're like fearless and this and this and that. And mm-hmm. I was the scared one, you mm-hmm. know, I was like, I can't do this. I'm scared mm-hmm. of that. And he just laughed at me and he's like, Oh, Minji, you're so silly. Like that was not being brave. That was being 
like, yeah, maybe fearless and a little perhaps stupid Mm -hmm. and like not really thinking things through and doing things. That's not being brave. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of reframed. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I was very profound. And my brother's a very profound guy. And he's just like, you know, bravery and being fearless are two different things. And Mm -hmm. I had always kind of revered people who are fearless as brave but i yeah mm-hmm. i kind of mix the two or i would like put one on the pedestal but like i really i admire brave people because i think that's very it, it it's more human to say like look i'm scared mm-hmm. but i'm gonna do it anyway yeah so bravery acknowledges fear whereas fearless is just like who cares what you right know, you know so sometimes fearlessness yeah. is dope right yeah. i'm not like knocking that yeah. but bravery is very admirable and mm-hmm. it's a very different thing mm-hmm. so i love that you used you know that it's courageous that you're choosing to be positive to be hopeful mm-hmm. right in spite of in spite of like all statistics the- how like um yeah, I had this conversation with a friend who doesn't necessarily believe in love at the moment. Okay. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's just kind of like, you believe in it in spite, cause his argument was like, because statistically, divorce rates are way high, people break up all the time and all that stuff. And my argument is that statistics can F it. You still believe it. Oh, right? you can curse, by the way. Whatever yeah. You say. So anyways, yeah, I, you know, statistics, you, you don't sometimes make decisions bec- based on statistics. Right. If you believe in something, you still want to go for it. So it's like bravery. That's what bravery is for, right? Like, because if, if, if you're only going by statistics and what goes against you, even if you're the minority. Right. That doesn't mean you should go for it. You should not go for it. That means you should go for it. Right. It takes bravery to go in spite and of it. prove prove yeah. the statistics wrong. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And I think humans are, you know, as mu- I argue too, because I'm a very emotional person, but I'm also very logical. Mm-hmm. I have reason in me, mm-hmm. and personally, I get really annoyed that uh, you know, as females, get stereotyped that because we have emotions, which is it's. That uh, that whole narrative is bullshit, in my opinion, because men have emotions, too. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, women are so emotional. I was like, and men are not. You know what? And- I have a theory. Okay. <laughs> we, as 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 women who are more um, accepting of our emotions, yeah. I feel like we cope better. That's why we can have kids and be okay. We right. can handle so much stuff. Guys break. Right. I, I mean, I can't stereotype because I know some guys are emotional than others, and generational thing maybe but um that's the reason why a lot of them break emotionally or just don't know the how threshold's to a little bit lower yeah yeah because they don't know how to harness which is why i actually talk specifically with my brothers mm-hmm. like i have a younger brother too and they're my both two of my best friends mm-hmm. i was hanging out with my little brother yesterday and i asked him about his feelings mm-hmm. that's you know, the sister stuff, but yeah. I, I want him to be emotionally resilient. I yeah. want him to think about what he feels mm-hmm. and how his feels, his feels, his feelings and his thoughts. Mm-hmm. How do they coexist? Are yeah. they battling each other or are they the same team? You know, exactly. I do yeah. want them to be on the same team. So any case, yeah, I just, I think that there's a lot that we're juggling with and the statistics can tell one story, but mm-hmm. it's not the end all be all. Exactly. And if you're brave. And you're positive and you are grateful mm-hmm. for friends. I think friends is like, that's such a, such a big thing. We could have a whole hour of friendships, <laughs> Jillian conversation about friendships. And- yeah. But yeah, grateful to be grateful is such a, 
I think, fundamental thing that every person needs to exercise. You know, if um, it kind of centers you because even if things are going well, it's like um, you can get caught up in the hype sometimes. Mm -hmm. But then when you're just grateful because this person helped you in your career or this person gave you that open door to the next step in your life, it's like... It's not all about you. So when you're really grateful, it's like, it's not like, oh, it's about me. I, it's cause I'm talented and I'm beautiful. Are you, it's not about you. And right. it's like, that's why I think it centers you more so than anything. So to balance out that sense of self with yeah, others. Exactly. Right. Like mm-hmm. you invite others to, so you can receive their love. Yeah. And like, that's hard. Honestly, we're just in a very self centered narrative lately. Yeah. Um, which is ironic because I feel I want more women to be more self-centered because I it, it shouldn't all be it's a balance right like you're yeah. saying it's not all about everybody else and it's not all about you yeah we need to find that balance and I think gratitude's a very good what, like what you're saying a connecting point or connecting like a bridge point. to to balance that that out yeah I mean it's it's one of those things where you say like humility is not about like thinking less of yourself it's like it, it's just oh, I forgot that quote but basically it's I totally forgot the quote now. We gotta find the quote. Yeah. Um, you don't think less of yourself. It's just, you don't, I don't know. Whatever. We'll find it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like, you don't, I want, I do want women or like people of minority or like the disenfranchised to think of themselves and to love themselves. Uh, but that doesn't mean that they should be less grateful or less. Right. Humble. They're like symbiotic. Yeah. Like mutually beneficial. Yeah. Situation. And it's usually the people who are so arrogant and like self-centered are the least grateful people. I don't yeah. know. Like it's just, um, I also think it shows in your actions too. Like how do you show your gratitude? It's not just yeah. about feeling it, right? Yeah. Like kind yeah. of how do you express it? And that's not always just verbal and telling yeah. everyone thank you, which is really nice. People, exactly. I don't feel like, you know, we hear enough of it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not knocking words. I don't, I personally don't think that you know, words are cheap. There's a point where they can be cheap because you just talk and you don't do anything. Yeah. But also like saying, expressing gratitude through a holiday card, I think is still really nice. And I love cards. I still do the, the thank you card mail-in things. Like it's, it's, it's one of my weird. I gotta grandma, do that this week. My grandma. I have a, what they call a grandma side of me. Cause I, maybe it's because of the Southern thing. Like I love butter pecan ice cream. I love like, mm. uh, anyways, like I still pile up like blank cards and sometimes I would just randomly like send people cards. That's so sweet. Again, but it's the thoughtfulness. Cause it's, yeah. again, it's a, it's a manifestation of like, I thought about you. <laughs> yeah. I took out this pretty piece of paper and I wrote you a, you know, personal note. Yeah. Put it in the mail. Like who does that anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Got a stamp. I paid for this to get to your door. Exactly. Like, and it's tangible, you yeah. know, like yeah. if your phone dies or like you lose that stuff and yeah. it's like, I, you know, I, honestly, with net neutrality situation, we don't know. Oh no, we don't know. Not to be negative, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, tough times. Yeah. What are you grateful for? What I'm grateful for, <laughs> I love what you're grateful for, and I I second that. Mm-hmm. What I'm grateful for this year in particular for me is saying no. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like I'm transforming 
it's not to be negative, but I feel like I'm really carving out who I am and what I stand for. Mm -hmm. And I guess even my like saying no, I look at it in the positive ways that what I say no to is wasting time, Mm -hmm. things that don't really fulfill me. Mm-hmm. Um, people that don't fulfill me mm-hmm. or that I feel like are true friends. Yeah. Um, I'm learning how to, to assign less of myself to things by saying no. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to give you the time of day. Time is, is a precious thing. So yeah. You time and your energy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, um, it's so easy to say yes to everything. Yeah. You know, especially in this creative industry where it ebbs and flows. Sometimes it's really busy. Sometimes it's really not. So when it becomes busy, it's like you're tempted to like take everything. Right. But then at the end of the day, it's like you want to kind of strategically, you know, do I want to be part of this or do you want right. to? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it has to be again, that mutually beneficial place. Am mm-hmm. I doing this simply because I feel obligated to, or mm-hmm. am I doing it because I really want to do it? And I feel like this will really build me up or develop me in mm-hmm. some way, yeah. either by connection or experience mm-hmm. or whatever. And, um, you know, it's not really tooting my own horn, but I think I've spent a really large portion of my life being, being an over people pleaser, um, really yeah. trying to please like this invisible they mm-hmm. that, Quite frankly, like now when, now that I'm reaching this point in my life, I look back, I'm like, why, why did I waste so much time trying mm-hmm. to make everyone like me and get everyone on my side? And like, it's one of the things I've really learned from this year and being challenged by mm-hmm. all these different figures of authority who, mm-hmm. in my opinion, are not doing their job justice they're not being ethical they're not being moral they're not being respectful they're not doing their responsibility which is especially elected officials who need to be who need to be performing on behalf of the people who have elected them yep seeing all that it like really grounded me Mm -hmm. to be like i that's not what i stand for no yeah and no i won't tolerate that and no i won't stay silent about things and no, I don't need everybody to like me because not everybody is worth, you know, yeah. trying to get their good graces. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that has liberated me a lot. Yeah. And, um, I guess what I'm thankful for in terms of like the whole political or social climate is that people are waking up for sure. And yes. I think within our generation, I remember growing up, I didn't really have a lot of like concerns about political or social issues because i thought oh everything's going better you know like everything's fine yeah i read the the history books about civil rights and all that stuff like oh they gotten taken care of in the 60s and the 70s and all of them are like (laughs) we're good now we're good good. (laughs) now and there might be some here you know kinks that needs to iron out itself but like i think my generation had it good like i i remember thinking about that like man they really stepped it up back in like those decades right right then like I guess it's the complacency that a certain generation from millennials to maybe even Gen Xers. Right. That like was just so used to. And so what tended- We got dormant a little bit. Dormant. And because of that dormancy is because nobody kept up the- Right. The work, I think. Yeah. Or vigilant work. And so I uh, think I now- love that word. Yeah. So now- we have these things happen and as much as it can bog me down personally, uh, I just turn on the 
TV and I'm just like, I'm depressed now. Let me turn it off. You know, like as much as that stuff is, is happening. Um, I'm thankful and grateful that now people are like, Oh my goodness, we need to do something about it. Completely. And, and even people who are in the opposite side of, of, I don't know what we believe in. Right. It's like some of them are like opening their eyes too. And it's really kind of beautiful to like witness. Right. You know, and some of like maybe, maybe they're onto something that I didn't, you know, grew up because they grew up in a different way or For like yeah. they were drilled, you know, different kinds of beliefs in their heads. And then they, they're trying to like, you know, there's a struggle there. Right. And I'm thankful for that struggle. Yeah. In somebody's mind and consciousness. Right. Um, so if anything, it's like a different frame of mind that I'm grateful for that. For sure. That is happening right now. A lot of shaking going on, a lot of like growing up to do and all that stuff. I, I completely, the thing is that I, you know, the cliche, that a lot of people can, can in their own universe, in their own construct and their, wherever country you're listening. I have listeners from a lot of different countries to this podcast, which is fascinating, but wherever you are, whatever you've gone through, we all kind of universally know that in turmoil, when mm-hmm. there's conflict, that's often the biggest growth area. Exactly. And, um, and I've talked about that on this podcast before, but it's a continual message of like, how do we make the most out of the present situation that we're in mm-hmm. as shitty as it might be right mm-hmm. um there's gold in there somewhere there's something to be learned you're being yep. challenged to step up so what does that mean and i definitely felt that because rather than in what you're saying so easy to get like completely depressed mm-hmm. and just enraged mm-hmm. with all the injustice and the ridiculous like nonsense that comes out of our current president's mouth. Like I can't, I cannot for the life of me, it's not even like the ideology. It's the complete tarnishing of like the, the, the role itself. You know what I mean? Um, it's, but like all those things really have, have, have given people urgency and mm-hmm. like have really lit a fire mm-hmm. where everyone's like, okay, so this is not how this is. Yeah. It tests, go. it tests people's characters. Yeah. And it tests people's actual, you know, like it really kind of, I have moments this year where I'm like, where do I really stand in this issue? Where right. Do I really, like I have to kind of reassess who I am. Right. So, and I think. And educate yourself too. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I think if anything, this is the time where people figure out where they stand. Yeah. Um, and, and why. And why. And why do they believe in this and why, and whereas to this and all that stuff and instead of just following like a lemming, you know? Right, right, right. Um, and I think that's an awesome thing. And um, as much as things are burning to the ground at the moment, <laughs> I, uh, I'm i thankful for that. I'm grateful. And I want to I wanna be hopeful. And again, hope is another very courageous thing to do. And as much as that is very like a pageant queen answer. Um, Stay away. <laughs> uh, gratefulness and hopefulness are two two things that needs to keep uh going especially during these times right yeah i'm putting my faith in people i mean people have been incredibly intelligent thoughtful and courageous there's been a lot of other nonsense too right but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like maybe because of that we're we're able to distinguish between the two clear Mm -hmm. you you don't fall for the same 
You know, yeah. it's kind of like going through a bad, like a shitty relationship. Yeah. You, you'll fall for it twice. Yeah. If you're, you know, if you're like, if you're smart, if you're smart, <laughs> you're like, no, I know, I know that. Like, oh, someone tried to play me before and not falling for that again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it kind of makes us all level up. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I agree. And also, I was going to say, so, conflict is like when some of the best art comes out too. Exactly. Yeah. You know? I, I believe that. I, um. So I, we all love Adele because Homegirl just sang like every heartbreak and Sam Smith. Like, yeah. You know? And, and it's, it's, uh, art thrives, uh, in, in these times. Yeah. So, so we're grateful to you. We're grateful to the artist because I'm telling you, I have, in in the times of struggle, when I have when I hear a song that mm-hmm. makes me happy for whatever reason or mm-hmm. gives me some sort of like therapy, mm-hmm. again your your gratitude goes up because like damn this has been a hard day but this song <laughs> just like made my life. <laughs> Thank you. Aww. And I'm telling you like that's why actually I feel like I've been going to more shows this year. And you know and see more friends. Yeah, and it's uh, shows are so underrated. Like I think it's because. um I worked with this producer, David Ryan Harris, for a couple years ago, and he mentioned something that always stuck with me. Recording is two-dimensional. So you can re- listen to all my stuff on Spotify or whatever, Apple Music, iTunes. Oh, my God. You live is so different. But there's just because <laughs> of, like, a third dimension that yeah. happens. You're there with us. Yeah, it's and it's because of the audience that helps me and it's a symbiotic experience. Yeah. So it's like yeah, whatever yeah. you feel from me is because I'm feeding off of you guys. Yeah. So it's like, um, and there's a sense of community that happens because somebody who listened to me that lives all the way, like two hours away from just close to the venue. It's like they're gathered together. Right. Because for the love of music. And yeah. Just, and I think that's a beautiful thing and it's just a very synergy synergy kind of um um situation so i love shows i love live shows i love you know it's it's a reason for people to get together and just enjoy music and yeah it's, it's it's i think if anything people should keep going to shows please do i mean honestly <laughs> that's why i'm saying like uh, multiple times and i continued to figure this out myself but yeah. figuring out our strategies to cope with life mm-hmm. to to figure out how to get through the rough times and how do we lean on things that's yeah. honestly why i wanted to make this podcast for it to be a place for me to express my thoughts and hopefully yeah. in expressing the things that I'm processing mm-hmm. can be of assistance to other people. Mm-hmm. What I saw was like a severe lack of female voices. Yeah. And, um, some of the podcasts that I would hear, like there would be a woman part of that, like in a maybe group of podcasters, but her voice would not be as elevated because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, just for a lot of different reasons. So, we all find our ways, right? And then yeah. I want to also act and I also want to like, you know, if me crying on film lets you cry, I did my job, yeah. you know? And so we're all putting our things out there and I hope that this is an encouraging thing for others to hear. Like what, what can you do to keep yourself mm-hmm. safe and sane and happy? Mm-hmm. And then what can you also bring to other people? Because you have something, whether it's Melissa with her music Yep. Me with my rampant opinions. No, seriously, Minji, I totally, like, <laughs> admire you in, in so many ways. Like, we didn't get to really know each other until, like, a couple years ago, maybe. Yeah. And, um, and it's just amazing to see you, like, 
You're fearless, okay? I know you, we we differentiated fearless and bravery. I don't know. <laughs> Not if you as fearless have... as you think. Well, then bravery, then. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, it's just like you have this this like, you know, I'm I'm more of an introverted person, so I I coop up in a room, write my songs, and sing it out there. But like your way of sharing yourself to the world is definitely like something that I admire because that's not something I can do, like with just being vocal and being an organizer and being like, just like, I don't know, the ability to corral people around you is like a huge talent. And and I feel like that you should be encouraged that what you're doing, I think from an outsider looking in, like seeing your Facebook posts and all that (laughs) stuff, like I, I calm down girl. Yeah. (laughs) I truly, truly admire what you do. So I think if, if anything, it should encourage you to keep going, whatever it is that you're wanting to do in the near future. So I, I thank you. I really appreciate that. And I, I, I shoot that back to you and to people listening because kind of like coming back to our holistic, I'm grateful. Um, for the no's, for the friends, for mm-hmm. like the lessons learned this year. Mm-hmm. One of the big resounding things I think we could kind of summarize from, from what we've been able to talk about today is, you know, we got to rely on the things that keep us afloat, be mm-hmm. grateful for the love in our lives, and then also let that prompt courage and prompt bravery from whatever we're personally dealing with yep. to take action. Because I think this year, one of the biggest lessons has been um, revealing what's at stake if we don't. Mm-hmm. I think th- there's been a lot of things and you can kind of go across a spectrum, whether it's just like strictly political or social or mm-hmm. economical. What It's kind of like everything, right? Yeah. Um, there's a lot at stake if we don't open our eyes and if we don't yeah. contribute. Um, and that's personally why... I'm grateful to that because I don't think I would have really felt compelled to to put my voice out there mm-hmm. in any strong way. Um, if I feel I need to, like I want to, and I was always scared, Mm -hmm. but now I feel like there's a lot at stake if we don't, Mm -hmm. the, the way that a lot of crap happens, a lot of bad things happen is when good people do nothing. Exactly. So I have faith in humanity and some days it's like stronger than others. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my Lord. Oh yeah. But I have faith in humanity. So my, you know, my call to the world or to, I'm putting this out in the universe because I want all the good people to rise up and do their part simply by loving each other, Mm -hmm. you know, standing up for somebody who may not have that strength at that time Mm -hmm. to like be their advocate, whatever that is, whatever it is, your tweet or your, your, or your retweet or your Facebook post or a word of encouragement to a friend, like just, we got to be there for each other. Yeah. And the thing is too, I also, from a very quiet, introverted, quiet, loner person, sometimes it's very intimidating. Um, but again, what I would encourage people who are similar to me is that little acts, little small acts actually is good. Oh my God. Is amazing. Yes. You don't have to be like this amazing speaker or a, a you know, you don't have to be, you, you don't, don't have to be at the podium with like a loudspeaker. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to have like a billion, you know, Instagram followers to have an influence. To, Amen. You know I mean? Thank like, you. It's like, you can just be like a good neighbor and that goes so long. It goes a long way. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and I, so for people who are more like my end of the spectrum of just, you know, I, I deal with one to one way better than, um, you know, necess- you know, doing like this big old thing, which 
other people can be maybe way better than that. So everybody has different roles and everybody, not everybody has to take on the same role. For sure. To be an advocate for other people, uh, for the needy, for the disenfranchised, yeah. for, for anybody. So it's like. Even for yourself. Exactly. And on, and on that note, I, I remember one thing that I wanted to mention when we were talking earlier a little bit about politics and like our voices and things mm-hmm. like that. One of the big wins, I mean, this podcast is going to live online for a long time, so I don't know when people are going to listen to this, but here today when we're recording this, last week we had a major win in Alabama mm-hmm. where uh Doug Jones won the Senate, which I, my cousin's from Alabama, my little Korean cousin, wow. um, who's, she's an actress and she's lovely, but you know, she comes from a very conservative state. It's one of the reddest, most conservative states in the, in the entire country. Mm-hmm. It's um, been the heart of a lot of racist, uh, lifestyle, you know, a lot yeah. of racist history. And for somebody, I, I just like for a Democrat to win for an over, it's been like almost 25 years yep. since one mm-hmm. Democrat won. Um, who, and, and the opponent was somebody who's like racist and homophobic and like a pedophile and like, it's just gross. Mm-hmm. The fact that that was such a narrow race is very concerning, but I'm taking the W because a win it, is still a win. A win is a win. Yeah. And also the win happened because the black vote came out mm-hmm. like in droves. Yeah. So again, that's, I'm grateful for that because again, sometimes when you understand Understand what's at stake. It mm-hmm. drives people to action. Whereas, like, they came out bigger numbers than the presidential election because they knew, like, this is not going to happen this way. Exactly. And those votes counted. It made history. I, yeah. Again, it's Just, like you go against statistics. So yeah. statistics is twenty five years. Forget your statistics. Yep. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, it's kind of like that that hero sto- heroic story. The odds are all against. Uh, ag- up against you that doesn't mean you shouldn't go for it sometimes that really drives a lot of people when they when they tell them like oh you can't win yeah you're like oh watch me yep yep (laughs) and i think yeah i think that's what's happening all over the you know united states right now yeah pockets of like watch me yeah yeah I'm, I'm gonna feel that here. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm just so glad we got to sit down and talk about this. I love, I'm gonna listen to this and like be encouraged by what you said. Cause I hope, you know, I, 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 I feel like that's what I want to be like a person that encourages people to do not only good and nice things, but courageous things. Right. So it's like, uh, it's keep kinda, it real and then like yeah. with hope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, Again, if people misconstrue positivity and courageous and bravery as like this fluffy, you know, cutesy thing to do or just like a little quote that you put on your friggin' Instagram timeline, it's not. It's actually the hardest thing. Yeah. You know, to be, to be, uh, positive, but not oblivious. Like that, I, I had a discussion with somebody like, be positive, but, but be aware that the world is going crazy. Yeah. So you do something, you, you need to fuel yourself with positivity and like, put it out there so it'll spread out absolutely yeah be the light y'all be the light i just watched uh star wars yesterday so that like the jedi thing is oh i have not seen it okay i I won't spoil anything but like that but that (laughs) even in sci-fi it's like just talking about the darkness right darkness and be who's the light and how and so in any case i hope that everyone has an amazing holiday um i hope that everybody has a really you know thoughtful and meaningful close to the year yep you know we new year's is not the only time that we get a refresher but it's definitely always a point of reflection for 
yeah. lot of people. So uh, hopefully Melissa and I brought you some things to think about. Be think about what you're grateful for and let that be the driving force in what you do and um, seeking what you want to have happen, not what you don't. Yeah. So, you know what I'm trying to practice? Gratitude. So thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Minj. I love you. Love you too. How, how can people find you online and listen to your stuff and everything? Um, well, you can Google search. Yes. <laughs> Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, Polinar, P-O-L-I-N-A-R. Um, I have melissapolinar.com. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. So and Polinar, right? Yeah. And Polinar on Instagram and also Twitter. I'm also on Facebook. So I'm, I'm pretty much like that. You're online. Stereotypical, like, everything's online but that's girl. good that's yeah. you gotta put yourself out there yeah and i struggle with that yeah it's 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 been a journey and i'm grateful that people still listen and support me and i keep uh, doing your thing i hope to keep doing it yes yes <laughs> you are like thank you well if you'd like to follow first of all um you can find us on or me on instagram and twitter at first of all pod you can also uh email me at first of all pod at gmail.com if you have any questions uh for the imo segment didn't get any emails this week but i did get a fan mail i got a oh, fan letter that's cool and it was just i i'm so <sighs> I cry. I'm sorry, crying. <laughs> but I'm just so grateful to those um, who are listening and supporting. It really means the world because it can be really intimidating. So I get why people shy away from like being a content creator. Yeah. But in any case, um, you can also support this podcast financially on patreon.com slash first of all podcast. If you'd like to help me get my my dream studio set up. I've, I've been researching all these like standalone. Oh, oh that's so cool. fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm putting that out there because these sound booths are amazing and I'd just love to have the equipment. I'm not complaining. I'm happy with this, but if you'd like to contribute, I'd gratefully appreciate it. And, uh, please subscribe and review on iTunes. Uh, please give a five star re- review if you enjoyed this and it really does help people get more visibility to everything thank you to Marvin Yue my producer my audio engineer for helping make this happen thank you to Aquafina for use of her song Yellow Ranger oh I'm so proud of Aquafina this girl is like coming out with Crazy Rich Asians which I already watch is dope and then she's also doing um, Ocean's 8 with Sandra Bullock wow. and Rihanna crazy crazy times it's awesome I'm also going to be featuring Melissa's music oh, as well sweet. so shout out to Melissa okay. Special guest. Have an amazing week. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.